Welcome everybody to episode 8 of Cafecito Time. We are your hosts. I'm Jason. I'm Alex. And once again, guys, I am Masa. Like we do in every podcast, man. Jay, how was your week? Oh, it was cool, man. I'm a little stressed out. I've been connecting, though. I've been meeting a lot of film people, meeting with a lot of film people about my script. And, uh, you know, really, that's really what it is, man. It's always the same thing. Writing, writing, writing. What you, Alex? Uh, it's been really chill. Uh, at work, at home, and the personal, everything's been kind of just falling into place and prepping for the academic school year. I don't know if I told y'all, but I'm in the education field. Um, so a lot of our work right now is just transitioning students to their online schooling. So it's been pretty chill. That's, that low-key must be hard, though, huh? Online yeah. school? It is. Um, oh. It's hard to get kids connected to Zoom. And obviously being on Zoom all day is super tiring. So I can only imagine what they're going through. You got to get them all a pair of those blue light glasses. <laughs> that shit comes in handy. I know. There's I'm some... trying to get one. I'm trying to get some because they're, like they're, they're called like blue filter or blue light glasses. Mm-hmm. And what they do is like they, blo- they block the harmful light coming from your TV screen, your computer in order so your eyes won't, won't you know, fuck up. What? Yeah. yeah, they're pretty That's... dope. I got them for I got them for my little brother because since he plays on a computer monitor, he's just fucking addicted to game, video games. So he's on a TV freaking 28, 20, what is it? 25, 25, eight. 25, eight. Oh, yeah. man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my week, let's see. My week was actually very fun. I started getting into the more hobbies, trying to branch out there. I started playing golf, even though I fucking suck. And yesterday, for the first time in like years, I went fishing again. So that was wow. dope. That was you're like a whole ass dad. Don't don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. That's not it. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just exploring out there. You know, I'm getting my feet wet with like see what's up. But like, but man, I miss fishing. I forgot mm-hmm. how fun it is. And golfing was something I never thought I'd get into, but that's just fun, especially because you're just out in the golf. You're just in the field. No, you're drinking a beer and playing a game with your friends. That's, that's crazy. One of the funnest things out there. That's crazy. I'll Y'all never invite, but that's crazy. Because you ain't got your clubs, bro. I got Wait, a full I set. Can't, I can't borrow them. Those are expensive, huh? Yeah, they're expensive as fuck. That mean. Go get it. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, All right, bro. guys. But Come without on, bro. further, <laughs> but without oh, further ado, up. let's get into it. So this week we're we're talking about inspiration. We're talking about what gives you an inspiration or who gives you an inspiration and what motivates you. For example, for myself, I have to say my inspiration is definitely my family. You know, not everyone in my family because some of them low-key annoying. I'm not going <laughs> to say who. Thanks. Um, for me, it's definitely, it's definitely my parents, man, my mom, my dad. Even though that sounds cliche, like, you know, every, I'm sure a lot of people would say my parents are my inspiration. But for me, they, they truly are. My parents and then my, my tia and my tío, you know, my tía Luz and my tío Victor. Like, they're the they're the two. They're like, besides my parents, there were other people that I considered my fam- my parents. And I knew I could go to them with anything. What about you, Jay? I'll have to say that, you know, my dad, you know, my dad mostly because he's my mom too. But 
mostly my dad because this man really he really showed me what it's like to be an adult you know to like really be a man and he's a very hard worker he's very he's a good person you know and i think that that's a that's something that every kid can look up to career wise is damien chazelle that's right i don't know who that is so dog dog director screenwriter of la la land Bro, the people Gosh. behind the camera don't get credit. It's all what about the actors. What? <laughs> it, what? Dude, dude. Oh, you did dude. not just say that to me. You did it's, not it's just because, say that to it's me. It's because you're in film school. You I know them. Just say that Honestly, to me. like, I could yeah, care. I like, it, if you tell me, oh, for my example, God. probably the only person I know is uh, Tarantino. But if you tell me, oh, that movie's going to be fire because it's this writer and this director, I'd be like, bro, dude. who's in it? <laughs> like, who's in it? Wow. That is, I want to punch you in the fucking mouth right now, bro. I cannot believe you just Bro, the that. actors make the movies. <laughs> no, that's not yes. true at all. That's yes. not true. There's yes. many movies out there that have good, seasoned, Oscar award-winning actors, and the movie is straight up garbage. No, no. There's many. many movies. I can, not that many. I can, what? Many. What? What do you mean not, not that, that many? many. Not what do you mean? Many. What do you mean? Bro. It's it's about the actor. No one Batman, really can. Batman versus Superman is garbage. No, nah, it's not garbage. You're it garbage. Is garbage. No, you're it's local. garbage. And you're, do you know why it's garbage? Why is it's it because garbage? of Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder did such a terrible job in that movie. What are you talking about? Zack Snyder, Cause, why? Because it was a dark movie? No, fuck that. Fuck the, the, fuck the dark darkness. Movie? The directing and the writing and the pace of that film was ass. Just because it was a slow movie doesn't make it, it ass. It, it's not that it was but slow. The whole I'm talking point about of pace it, in general. The whole point about that movie. Slow. The whole point about that movie was to build up the tension between Batman and Superman. And it was done poorly. And it was done incredibly Lex done poorly. Lex Luthor was that was that extra Lex, part. You that see, added that's the that. thing. That's the thing. Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg in that movie was great. Everyone was right. great. No, everyone was no, great. No, 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 don't hear about that. Oh Henry Cavill everyone and was great. fucking Jesse Eisenberg made that movie. Batflick, and even then, Batflick is and a big even part there, of that movie. even there, that movie isn't that oh, great. Oh my fucking All right? God. We're not Batman talking versus about Superman, Donna, whatever. This. We're talking about Dawn inspiration. Justice. Justice League. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, no, no, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. If we're going to talk about Justice League, let's at least wait until the Zack Snyder version comes out. Zack Snyder's version won't be any different than the theatrical version. Bet. It just has like different scenes. Like, oh, here, here's Dark Side. Here's maybe, maybe we'll give you a Green Lantern. No, 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 no. no. At the end of the day, it's it's like, oh, we're different movie. It's like, dog, we're we're not not talking about the Red Sky. We're going to give you the Dark Sky. Exactly. Oh, what a difference. It makes a difference. It's still trash. Zack Snyder. You don't see anybody saying Zack Snyder is my favorite director. No one. Because that was ass. And everybody knows Jay, all his movies. You as a too. film major has to appreciate the tone of a movie. Yeah, you, and the tone, the tone set in both tone, of those movies were telling trash. Me that red tone, you telling me the tone of the movie wouldn't be different? Thank God he got muted. Thank God he got muted. I didn't want to hear that shit. I didn't want to hear anything that was coming out of his mouth. Thank God his microphone fucked up. You, you're telling me that that fucking, that that tone of the movie... Thank God! Look, see, dude, Zoom does not want to hear it, bro. Zoom agrees with me. That shit, that's bullshit, man. Nah. Zoom agrees. But whatever, bro. whatever. We're not here. We're not here to talk about that. We're talking about inspirations. 
point is, Damien Chazelle was my inspiration film-wise, all right? He won the Best Director Oscar, all right? Let's not take that. Let's not take that out anywhere. Right? Yeah, but, you Best know, director. no one no one really cares about the Oscars anymore, so. Wow. Yeah, well, y'all point there. Alex, what about you? Sorry about that whole fight there. No, he it was no, a clown. No, he deserved it. Was it was a clown. He deserved it. No, Alex, my, my son most definitely who are your inspiration? Um, I would say first and foremost, my mom, obviously, I don't know if y'all know, but like she raised me pretty much on her own. Um, so it's, it's, it's her that brings me inspiration. And I don't know, we just, I don't, I don't know. I see her as a parent, but also as somebody that I can go to for guidance. So she's always pushing me to go forward. And then aside from that, um, I would say other women that are around me, um, specifically like women of color. We're just trying to figure it out, you know, like there, there's the spaces that they, they occupy and like the voices that they bring to the table. Just, you know, hearing what the amazing things that they're doing, like my friends from Berkeley, like my friends from L.A., like just seeing all of the amazing things that they're doing and constantly like pushing boundaries, I feel like. And, you know, breaking barriers is something that I like to see and inspires me to do to do more. That's dope. I like that. Oh, shit. I just realized I didn't say my why are they my inspiration song. That just let me go without saying why. Can't believe you guys. Um, <laughs> but my parents are a big inspiration for me because, you know, they came here. They came to the country illegally. Uh, no, you know, my dad's from Guatemala. My mom's from El Salvador. No, especially my dad was here at 16, you know, had no one, found a job and you know worked his ass off until he got to the position where he's at now he's in the position now where he could you know provide for his family and be there for us and and you know just be an amazing support like I, I know I could go with him to anything whenever you know I feel anything whenever I want to just talk to something I know I could go to him and you know even though we argue man it's just I know I could go to him the next day and tell him like hey like it was stupid I love you she like that. My mom, the same thing, you know, came here at a young age, came here at such a young age. I think she was 17 when she came and, you know, started working at a gas station and, you know, just moved her way up in life and tried and, you know, kept fighting for me and my little brother, you know, never quit. It's, it's crazy how much fight they had in them for being so young. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when I, when I think about when they came here, especially. Uh-huh. Go for it. No, I was just saying my mom too. She had me when she was like 17 or 18. Um, and similar to you, like she started off working at the sweatshops and she's still, and she's still working there now. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy how much like, you know, like what they do to survive and make sure that like we have all of the things necessary to, you know, succeed and not just survive anymore. Like now they want something better for us, you know, that's something that she always talks about. Definitely, man. And then, you know, I, I said also my tia and my tia, my, my tia and my tia, specifically my tia Luz and my tia Victor. You know, my tia Victor, you know, he, he passed away a few, couple, a few years ago, but um, he, was a, he was a man from Zacatecas, Mexico, you know, and he definitely lived, him and my aunt definitely lived uh, the American dream, you know. My, he was your typical Mexican, you know, Tejana with the, with the alligator skin belt with like the Zacatecas <laughs> buckle on there. Um, and, you know, he was, he was a, he was a jardinero. He was a yard worker. And I just remember, I just remember him at a, like, especially me, I was young. I think I was like 10, 10 to 12 years old, waking up five in the morning, going to work with him, 
Um, and I used to love it. I used to love being able to go work with him and he always took care of me and, and, you know, was able to buy my tia a house, was able to buy my tia a house and he was able to live there with my other aunt who's unfortunately not with us, not with us anymore. But my tia Luz, man, she took care of me. She was the, she was my babysitter when I was young, mine's and my little brother's. And she had her own daycare service and she fought for everything. She fought for her kids and she's still out there, you know, doing her thing. Big Christian, though. That's the craziest thing about my tia. It's like never let go of her faith. But they always push me to do better and always push me to do more in life, which is why, like, I have the utmost respect for them. Um, but I want to ask you guys, like, I know I didn't really get into it. I'll get into it a little later on. But, um why uh, jay why is that why is your dad like what in what ways has he supported you like what examples can you give us oh man i mean it's basically ever, ever since i was a kid you know like you know he he's very smart in his own way he's not a high school graduate he, he owns up to it he knows that but when it comes to like sound logic that man has it together you know and he's a very smart guy and so for me it's like he supported me with film school I remember being so scared. I remember being so scared because I remember in college, I was in college, PCC, and it wasn't working out, you know? And I was working at Kia and my dad was like, all right, look, this, this, this blah, 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 you're paying, you know, you got to pay rent. I was like, all right, cool, I'll pay rent, you know? But when I was in college, I was like, dude, like, I told my dad, I was like, look, man, I'm not, I'm not doing shit, you know? I'm not doing shit at that school. I want to do something that I, I really like, you know? And my dad was like, look, if, you, if that's what you want, do it, you know, just know that it's gonna, it's gonna cost you, it's gonna be very taxing on you, and you're gonna have to make a lot of sacrifices in order to do what you want to do, and I was like, you know, I was, what, 19, 20, when I was doing that, mm-hmm. right, like 21, 20, 21, around there, yeah, yeah, around there, so I was like, fuck, like, I guess, you know, I, I gotta figure it out, and he was like, look, you figure it out, we're gonna be there for you, you, me and your mom, we're, we're going to be there for you. It doesn't matter. You just do it. You know, if you're going to do this and you stick by it, because there's no more, there's, you know, we're going to have to pay for this shit. You know, we're, we're going to have to pay. It's going to have to come out of our pockets just to pay the school for your education. And ever since then, it's like, dude, that man, he's a hard worker, man. Like he's had days where he's worked seven, like he's had weeks where he's worked all seven days. And he does what he does, like he refer he refurnishes furniture. He does windows. It's a handyman, basically. Handyman, yeah. Yeah. So it's like he's incredibly strong, and I think that for me, like, it's something to look up to. You know, like he sets a great example for anybody who comes after him, and it's incredible to watch. It's incredible to see, and it's just awesome to have him in my life like that. You know, so so I have a lot of respect for him. I know that for a fact. Like that, Alex. What about you? What What is your mom? How is your mom? In what ways has your mom supported you? Um, other than like financially, I think she's just somebody that always believes in me, even when I don't believe in myself. Like, she's always like, um, she always says a saying like, "Oh, Alex, lo puede hacer todo." Like she, like she just says that. Like for random shit where I'm nervous, she's like, "You could do it." Um, and I and I realize that that's not something that every kid has or growing up you know like it's not something that we all have like the opportunity to hear on a day-to-day basis and I think that really shaped the person that I am today 
And then um, I think just in general, she's just a very strong person and just very caring. Like, even though, like, she's always told me, like, don't worry about me. Like, even when I go to work, she's like, I enjoy the work that I do. I find joy in making my own money. And I still take care of myself. She's like, I like focusing on myself, like being active, going out and like doing things that I enjoy. So I feel like that's always inspired me to like, yes, success is important in terms of money and like the job and like, you know, just your career, but also like always prioritizing yourself and like your own well-being, like emotionally and physically. That's something that she's always, always ingrained in me since I was a little girl. And just overall, like, She's just a very involved per- parent. Like, I remember, like, she cares about me, but she also cares about my friends. Like, I have a friend, like, um, that, like, I've been knowing since middle school. And, like, she always asks about her. Or, like, Jason, you came over to my house one time. One time. And she, like, always asked about you and, like, our other friend, Arita, who, like, she always, she's like how is he doing you know what i mean like so she's just a very involved parent and like genuinely cares she's about awesome. everything that, that i'm in so yeah she's awesome i like that that's awesome that's awesome to hear and for me you know my parents supported me in a lot of ways you know even when i was younger especially you know financially and but you know ever since i started working i always told them like i don't need your help no more but you know they're still there as my rock, like in case I, yeah. I fall back on something, I know I could go to my parents and be like, Hey, like this and this right. happened. Um, but definitely my dad always inspires me because like I said, he came here at 16 years old. You know, my grandfather, my grandfather died um, a while back and he was here and he was still an immigrant. So you can like imagine the pain my father went through, you know, not being able to go mm-hmm. back to his home country to see his mm-hmm. dad for like the last time. Um, and still stay here and fight for me, for me and my little brother, like still being here and being able to, to continue marching forward. And, you know, and him and my mom are very different with the way they inspire me. Cause my mom is, my mom is that person that's like, Oh, you better go, you better get your ass to school. No te quiero aquí, we won't in la casa. Like, you know, <laughs> they're, they're different. And then my dad's like, look, if you don't want to go to school, you guys better find a good job. I don't give a fuck what you do, but you guys better find a good job. And it's always crazy to see that because my dad didn't finish high school, the same as your dad, Jay. My mom didn't finish school either. They came here at such a young age to support their families. And it's it's crazy. It's just crazy how much like how especially I think I think our parents as Latinos are always more inspiring than other people because a lot of our parents immigrated here, you know? Yeah, they they were they came here as a they came they they were at least my parents at one point were illegal here, um, and and they've always they they've always been an inspiration just for that just for being able to fucking at at sixteen seventeen year olds tell their family, I want to go, I want to go and uh and you know my parents my dad works in an office now and he's making good money my mom. My mom is work is working at this company called ABM, and she's making good money. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's it's inspiring to see like like it doesn't matter what they work in, like they always put their best foot forward, and they they're showing me that hey, like mm-hmm. even if you don't like your job, even if you don't, you're always gonna show yourself presentable, and be a better person, and right. always and always you know move forward. It's 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 beautiful to see, and the same thing with my uncle and my aunt, you know. They taught me everything. They taught me a lot. 
you know, my uncle, like I said, he had his own, he had his own landscaping business. He had his own landscaping business, was able to buy my aunt a house. My tia had her own, had her own daycare and was able to maintain that house. You know, and she's, she's old now. She's, she's getting a lot older now and she's still out there being a fantastic person. And it's just, it's inspiring, man. When you look at your parents, you look at your family, especially, especially the ones that actually became something. It's inspiring to see them. Um, but yeah, man, it is. It is. I remember like that last time, man. It was one day, bro. We went to the casino, right? Mm-hmm. I think my first time in the casino, really. And I had 180 bucks, right? So I was pretty excited. So we went to an In and Out because we went to the casino. We went to a the the casino by Cabazon. I don't know Morongo. Mm-hmm. So right there, there's an In and Out. So my dad came in 1989, right? My dad got here in 1889. He met my mom in the same year. And, oh, out comes my little, my bigger brother, right? My big brother, 1990. But I remember, like, this never left my mind. This happened a few years back. I was 18. And he was looking, we were standing, we were waiting for our burgers, and we were outside. And if you look at, you know, where Cabazon is at. It's very, it's desert, almost yep. like, right? It's almost yep. desert. So if you look towards, like, the empty spaces, you see nothing but, like, industrial lights. They're far. Mm-hmm. So I remember my dad just looking out into those lights. And I was like, I said, the next one, I thought, what the hell are you looking at? Like, why, why are we looking over there? He's like, dude, like, it's Spanish, obviously. He was like, you know, I looked. I, every time I look at those lights, I remember when I first came to the, to the States. And it's a fucking scary feeling. Yeah. So you think it's very it's very scary just to look at that. You know, so to, to sit there and he was like, this was what? I was teen, 19, 20, 21, 22, 24. This was 24, 25 years after that man had came from El Salvador. To sit there and still say that, you know, like, to look back and to look into those things and say that, damn, like, I'm really here, you know, it's inspiring, you know, because, you know, you got to realize that those 10 days that it takes to get here or, you know, however long it takes, 10, 14 days to get to the States, it's it's not easy. It's dangerous. Not only that, but it's just the fact that they showed up with nothing. Exactly. Like, my... My dad and my my mom. Luckily, she had my tia. My tia was already here. My tia, my tia was already here, and she had my tia. She had a place to go. My dad, on the other hand, he was here by himself. Mm-hmm. He was here by himself, and you know he kept his promise and he told his family that he was going to get a good job and he was going to support them. Same thing with my mom, and it's 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 i i can't imagine what they went through especially the hardship of leaving your family at such a young age to mm-hmm. and you can't go back and see them like i right. i will always remember when we, the first time we went to we went to guatemala and my dad saw my grandmother for the first time after 21 years like it was it was heartbreaking like i didn't even know the lady and like i was in tears because my dad finally got to see his mom again it's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alex, I wanted to ask you, um, 
why is that inspiration that your mom gives you why is it critical to like your success just to answer your question i think it's kind of like a why you know like with everything that you do you have to be passionate about what you do and and specifically in what i'm doing um like i said i work with education i work with families and a big component about what i do is and something that i'm thinking about like in my future too is like how can we support families um and 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 helping them support their students or their children when they're in when they're in school right because i feel like as parents, it can be very intimidating um, to to think about college as the next step when, you know, you're not all parents, obviously, but when you immigrate to the United States and you might not know, not know the education system or maybe you didn't, yeah. you know, like that's scary. Um, and like to think about like, oh my God, we're going to have to pay all this money and like, how am I going to help my kid? And so like, just thinking about like the amount of support that my mom provided me and like, reassuring parents that I work with is like, yeah, you might not know all the answers to the college application process, but you provide support, which is one of the big things that your child's going to need as they go through that, as they move away from home. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think in everything that I do, I always think about my mom um, and just making sure that like, you know, and when I do succeed, it's all for her to like help her like be more well off, you know, because I don't want her to keep working where she's working. Um, and also for my brother, like, it's just the three of us. So it's like, I want him to feel like he can do more because now my mom's better off. I get that. I like that. Actually, that's, you know, it, it, it gives a lot of reason to why you're doing it. And I think it's the same thing with me. Like the reason why I want to do it is because like, I don't know, hearing your parents say you could do it. Mm-hmm. Or you could do whatever you put your mind to. It's just like a fire in you, like a like the. I, I can't explain it, but it's like something that you just feel and you, you just want to exert. Like you feel greatness, I guess, in a sense, and you just want to exert greatness, and you just want to be able to go out into the world and do whatever it is you want to do. Like mm-hmm. it's something that's that's. I I believe it's critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and and even just thinking about like the conversations that I've had with my mom is like at the end of the day she doesn't even care if I make money she just wants to make sure that I'm happy and I think that that's so like wholesome and just reassuring that it's like it doesn't even matter like all she wants is for me to be happy that's gonna make her happy and if money comes along with it then so be it you know but that's just I feel like that's the love of a parent you know that is true now that that's true up to a certain point because my dad already told me once you make it (laughs) tienes que comprar una troca and then my mom is like you gotta buy me my Lexus I'm just like okay well I gotta get working on that shit soon I I think that motivation and it's critical to me because because without it I would have felt like I would have given up like Mm -hmm. not saying that I didn't give up because I did give up on school like I'm not gonna front to you guys like I did you know, school was tough for me and it was a learning experience and I I got out of it, but here I am back at it again. Like I'm going back to school and I'm going to, and like this time, like that motivation is back, like talking to my parents and they're like, it's whatever you want to do. You know, we're not going to be mad at you if you don't, like we don't care. We just want you to be happy. Yeah. And then, oh, just to add on, like, I guess, like I said, also other women that are around me and just you guys as well as like my friends, people that I went to high school with, it's, it's inspiring to see like what y'all are up to, 
like the conversations that we're having about like yeah maybe we don't have it all figured out right but that's still like motivating to know like it's reassuring like we're all in this together trying to fucking make sense of what's gonna come next and right. just like the conversations that i've had with a lot of my friends from berkeley um that listen to this podcast a shout out to y'all but like it's just like all of the conversations like motivating you to be a better person yeah true jay what about you um why do you think do you think that it's that inspiration that your dad gives you, do you think it's critical to your success especially in film school most definitely most definitely because it's like i mentioned earlier you know this man has worked he has so much experience you know life experience job experience that like he understands what it means to be a success in this in this country you know in this world even you know he even if it's like a a success that isn't to other people's levels you know like the success is me- measured by how hard working you can be you know at least to me and that's what he's taught me you know like dude like cuz he's told me the same thing with you masa like you know he understands he understood that school that college wasn't necessarily for me you know like he understood that he understood that every time he saw me like you know it was always watching a movie or it was always watching a something sports you know because and i remember telling him like we were watching wrestling once right and i remember telling him i was like dude like the story here is crazy and he's like who cares about the story i'm just watching wrestling cuz it's wrestling you know it's crazy how they do all that other shit and i was like no dad like story is what makes this match so much better so ever since then like he understands that for me storytelling is something that's important you know and he's just like me in so many ways and so for me like the reason why he's so critical to my success is because he believes in me he believes in me like nobody else does and in reality that's the only person that i kind of need to believe in me him and my mom at least you know that's what makes his that's what makes his impact on my life so critical and his impact on on how i'm going to be successful because you know i'm you know he likes trucks so i'm gonna buy his ass a uh, ford f150 one day right yeah he likes trucks he likes you know he he he's a he's a kid at heart you know and that's because he never really had the chance to be a kid you know having such a tough upbringing he's you know so whenever he, he can express that childlike like expression with his family it's like it's cool to see you know it's cool to watch so you know he's the reason why storytelling for me is very important because you know we, you have one world here where it's like that doesn't matter and then you have another one here where it's just like yes it does and he understands it so it's just like it's cool to, it's cool to have that foil and what not you know yeah i get that i get that you know i think the biggest thing the biggest thing that got me you know cuz i'm i'm in i could say i'm an emotional person i'm very like i'm very i'm very easy to be because i'm a sagittarius i'm hey. very easy to cry hey <laughs> i'm a sagittarius too myself we have spunk all right we're Facts. fire signs Facts. Right? so no it's just that we you know i'm, em- <laughs> I'm emotional like whenever i start talking to my parents and the moment they like 
get real, I'm like already fucking teary-eyed. I can't see someone else cry because I'm already about to fucking cry myself. That's true. Um, my, my but I was choking up talking about my mom. Yeah, I heard it in her voice. Yeah, yeah I heard that shit too. I heard it in her voice. No, I was about to, I was about to like hop off too. Like, I was just, like oh my god! I'm like again, Alex seeing Alex cry is just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all. I cry a lot. You cry too <laughs> much, dog. I'm an emotional roller coaster. Right, get back to my side. We don't want to talk about your emotions <laughs> right now. <laughs> No, um, but back to what I was saying. I think what what always gets me, like, whenever my my dad says it, especially it's my dad. My mom is mostly just like, like support, support, support. My dad is always, my dad is always the one that's like hammering down lessons. And I think the one thing that always gets me when my dad talks to me is, um, you know, I do everything in my life for you and you and Eric. He's like, I'm doing my best to give you guys everything I didn't have growing up. And like I'm even tearing up now. It's just it it's something that hit me and I'm just like I like I get it. Like like I don't get it because I never lived through it. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact that this man like you know will do anything for us. And my mom too, you know, both of them, like they they're putting their lives out there in a hard job, trying to find ways to make even more money to make us happier to make eric happier right now because eric is the baby of the house (laughs) um it's 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 always it's inspiring man but um my next question for you is um what happens if you don't have that inspiration because my personal experience i lost it there was a time especially pcc days i lost my inspiration i didn't feel like going to school no more and i fell off hard you know, I went from I went from like almost graduating, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm not feeling this no more, and I left. Like I lost the inspiration, and it made me lose that motivation to keep going in my classes. It made me lose a lot of it, and you know, I felt like after I felt like I disappointed my parents, but in reality, like they're like, no, we just want you to figure out what you want to do, and eventually, if you can, like get back to it. So I feel like that kind of kept me on ease, but. I ended up leaving PCC, started working, and, you know, I made my fair share of money, but here I am, like, you know, attempt number two. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on life two. If you think of it as a video game, I'm like a fucking, I lost one life, but I'm on life two. <laughs> I'm you on that life. One, you ate that one-up mushroom, dog. I ate that one-up mushroom, that's right. <laughs> and I'm going to, like, my, my mindset is this. I'm like, no matter how I feel, like, I'm going to make sure I I surpass my my first attempt. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and but that motivation once I lost it I just like it was a slippery slope like once I lost it in class it just went straight down what right. about what about you Jay what happens if you lose that motivation I mean I've lost that motivation too you feel me like I, I remember my like just like you man my PCC days is like you know I, I didn't know what I wanted and I couldn't figure it out because I was like what am I good at I felt like at a certain point in my life I was like what what the hell am I good at? You know, what is it that I kind of want to do? And so with my parents, it's like, if I didn't have their support, probably to this day, I'd still be lost, you know, but you know, motivation is just something that it's, it's there. Cause you know, my friends, it's just like you, Alex, you know, I take a lot of inspiration from my friends as well. You included, you know, with Berkeley and all that. No. And so shut up. And so, <laughs> 
<laughs> and so, you know, we had a cruise, you know, cruise, our friend, a good friend cruise. He went through the whole process, you know, he did the whole thing and I had him there, but I was, I was just thinking to myself, like seeing my friend succeed is something that I want, you know, but for me personally, it's like, how the hell do I do this? I, it felt like I had no help. So it's like, you know, it was just hard. It's hard to get that motivation. So when I got it, when I, when I got it back, you know, I was, I, I took a film history class and that was over the winter. It was a six week course. And I took the film history class where we watched nothing but movies. And he kept explaining the importance of the movies and the, and the, and the message behind everything that went into it. And it just fascinated me, you know? So when you have something like that, that kind of calls to you, it's hard not to get that motivation back. It's, you know, you never, I, I always like to say, you never forget the first time you fall in love with something. And yeah. for me, it's like, I can't, I can't, I will never forget the first time I fell in love with film. And it was at PCC. So, you know, it's just, it, it's a different road for everybody out there. You know, you don't got to be a success right out the gate. Cause that's not going to, it's not going to work that way. You know, we all have our moments. All three of us here have our moments and a failure. You know, we've failed so many times only to, come up again and be like yeah this is it you know this is what we have to do so yeah Alex what about you uh no I think this is a good question because no matter how how much support people provide for you or like how much they inspire you or like motivation runs out like you're not going to be motivated 100% of the time and that's what anything that you do like you're going to lose momentum and so, like, then the question is, like, what are you going to do then? Which is what you're asking. Um, but for me, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, know what my next step is. Um, kind of just, like, and that's fine. I think right now I'm just going to sit with it. Um, but I'm a very strong believer of, like, I'm not going to do something unless I'm passionate about it. Uh, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm, like, I'm just doing this because if it feels right and just like no I want to be like passionate and know that this is something that's going to bring me joy um so I think at the end of the day when I don't have inspiration or motivation from anywhere out there I just look inward you know I look at myself and I and I reflect and kind of create a like a little plan for myself um about what I want and what I need in my life and just sit with like not knowing what's next too. And maybe I don't have the motivation right now, but that doesn't mean it's not gonna come. So I'm just right. kind of like, give yourself sure. grace as you're trying to find that. And that's important, dude. I think you gotta give yourself time. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta give yourself time because you can't just you can't just figure it out like me, man. I wanted to be a psychologist when I came out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at me, you know. It's like I'm a fucking film, I'm a filmmaker now. You know, so it's like you got to give yourself time to really realize what you want in life. And I think that, that it, it, however long it takes, man, that's nothing, that's nothing bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like I, Masa, how long did it take you to really realize that you wanted to be an EMT? Well, it took me fucking basically into, into last year. So basically graduated, what, 2015? So it took me about four years to fucking realize that this is, this is it. This is what I want to do. Right. But, um. You know, I think this this podcast, um, we wanted to go ahead and bring back the, you know, the final advice that we had in the first couple of episodes. Um, 
So again, uh, we'll save the best for last. So Jay, what you gotta tell people? This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone last. I should have gone last. Nah, man. Like it's like I, you know, like I said, you know, gotta give yourself time. You know, whether it's whatever you want to do, even as a filmmaker, if you're a filmmaker out there who's listening to the podcast, give yourself time to develop those skills, man. Like I, I recently talked to a guy who gave who a screenwriter. He's like, dude, like it's it's just unrealistic for you at the age of twenty five to be this multi millionaire screenwriter. It's so unrealistic. It's not real. You know, and so for me it's like as a screenwriter, like I, I look to these other directors, these other writers to learn how to write better. That's just me taking my time with myself and learning the process of it all. And that can go for any other profession, you know. Excuse me. It can go for any profession that you go for. You know, it can go for anything. So, you know, if there's one thing that you should take away is just take your time. Don't feel rushed. If you feel rushed, you're not going to do anything. Because that's how I felt. You know, I felt when I was at PCC, I felt rushed. It felt like that. But it's, you know, I took my time and I was like, there's more to it than meets the eye, you know. So, yeah, that, there's one thing to take away from that is that. All right. Alex, what about you? Your final advice. My final pieces of advice is one. Oh, I only have two. But one is that you have to be okay with not having inspiration or motivation 100% of the time. I think when we look at other people, you know, for inspiration and just see what they what they got going on in their lives, like we only see the outside of it, right? Like we don't see when those people are hitting like rock bottom or we don't see when people are stuck like we don't get to see that so it's 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 i can see why people beat themselves down for like being stuck because it seems like everybody else is going 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 achieving all these things and you're just there but that's not the case like everybody goes through it and my second piece of advice is like if you're looking for inspiration or if you're looking for motivation like find different avenues for that like don't just let it be one thing because that's likely to change like don't let it be one person that's like constantly inspiring you like have a hobby or an interest or a creative outlet that's going to bring you inspiration or creativity so that you have something that's going to push you forward you know like if career is not inspiring you at the moment maybe your 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 hobby is maybe you painting is going to bring about something that's going to inspire your life I don't know. But yeah, just have multiple avenues of inspiration. That's dope. That's dope. Great advice from you too, but you know, mine is better. <laughs> I hate this my, guy. My, I hate this guy. Oh my, God. <laughs> my piece of advice for you guys is is something that we talked about early on and, and it's having confidence in yourself. You know, being able to go out there and, and putting the best foot forward all the time. It's hard. It's hard because I went through it. You know, there was a time when I didn't believe in myself. But you know, I think the biggest thing I could say is, is, you know, you know, take a look at yourself, take a look at who you are um, and always make sure like aspire to be a better version of yourself every day. Like don't be happy with who you are today, knowing that you could be better tomorrow. Like put the best foot forward, but always try to put the best foot forward and, and better yourself and also communicate, communicating to your friends, communicating to your family, like everyone's there for you. Like I went through a time where I went through a time where like I didn't want to I didn't want to say I didn't really want to talk about what I was going through until I was like forced. And that's 
that's wrong. You know, you, you got like, we have so many people out there that care for us that we just don't notice or we just don't want to notice. Some of us don't want to see that other people care because we have this big image in our head that, that they don't. So don't be afraid to talk to anyone and, and go to anyone. Even if you're feeling like your motivation is gone, maybe you just need a friend. Maybe you just need your parents to talk to you or you, someone in your family or someone who you really trust to like wake you out of it. And, and I think, I think the last thing I, I would say is definitely, you know, I know we've, we said it already, but take your time. You know, not everyone is successful. They wake out of bed and be successful. Right. Uh, not, it's not every day that you, that you're gonna, you know, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna make money the next day. It's, it's not like that, you know, and everyone, everyone takes their own path. So don't feel like you have to be like someone else. I know I said this in the, in the self-love talk episode. I think that was, I think yeah. I said it there, but, um, you know, don't be like anyone else. Just be yourself and, and love yourself. You know, that's the best thing. That's the best advice I could give to anyone, you know, find that inspiration, but also find the find ways like, don't try to mimic that person. Like try to find ways to tweak and make it your own and make it better. And right. You'll be all, you'll be all right, man. You'll you'll be fine. You'll you'll survive. <laughs> um, that was good. That was good. God. All right. Tell you, I'm all a right. fucking beast. All right. I'm a guy. I'm argue to you. That shit was decent. I'm not lying to you. That shit, that shit was, was deep. I'm gonna make everyone tear decent. up with that shit. That shit was no. halfway decent. But um, once again, guys, like we just want to thank you guys for listening to our podcast. You know, those who still stick with us, who still like our content, like, thank you. We appreciate you. We love nice. y'all. And we're still working on things to get us to Spotify because I know listening to us on SoundCloud is a little hard. But we'll get there sooner or later. We'll figure it out. Loki, somos un poco pendejos para esta mierda de tecnología. Thanks. But we'll figure it out and we'll get it out there, make it easy for you guys to listen to us. But, you know, once again, like, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Jay, anything you got to say before we get out? Yeah, man. Batman vs. Superman was pretty much garbage. <sighs> I, st- I stand by that. Uh, you told me earlier it was Batflick Day. It was Batflick Day yesterday, yeah. I shit on Batflick Day, all right? That's what it is. I, I took stupid. a shit. You're stupid, shit. that's not I, what this I took a shit thinking about Batflick Day. day. All right? Don't ever say that Damien shit does doesn't matter. I took that very personally. It's like Jordan in the nineties. I took it personally. All right. You mean Pippin? Pippin carried him, but okay. Oh my God! End this. Stop the pain. Stop <laughs> the pain. Stop the pain. Because I'm about to go off. Uh, so you ain't Stop got shit to p- say to the, you ain't got shit to say to the listeners. Support small businesses. God damn it! I'm Fuck needed, you. man. Alex, what about you? You got something to say to the listeners, or in your case, viewers? Oh my god, dude! I'm pretty sure everybody forgot about that. That was like four episodes ago. <laughs> viewers, oh thanks to all the viewers out there, y'all, y'all the goats. Uh, oh, anything you got to say to the creamers? To the creamers, uh, no, I just appreciate. We just appreciate. <laughs> we just appreciate y'all so much for listening. Honestly, getting to talk to these clowns once a week is super fun, and to, like have people that are listening to our stupidity just even better. <laughs> so Dude, we- you know, one of my friends Thank in Oregon, you, yeah. my one of my best friends in Oregon, said that 
she hit me with with a, with a snap one, uh, a few days ago. She's like, if I have to hear Masa call me a creamer again, I'm <laughs> fucking snap. <laughs> I was like, yo, oh, she was coming. No, uh, Alex, when I think one of your friends commented on that post. Cremosos. Like, I was like, okay. Cremosos. Yeah. Los cremosos. <laughs> Shout out. But next week, we just want to give you guys a glimpse of next week. I think we got a really exciting episode. We're going to hit y'all. We're going to hit y'all with like a, our sort of like, not murder mystery, but we're definitely going to hit conspiracy theories. So Ooh. we're going to make sure we do our research for that one because, you know, we want to, we want all the little we want all the juicy information that's out there on these conspiracy theories. We're going to focus on most likely, we're going to hopefully try to make an episode of one. If not, we'll focus on two. Um, but we're going to hit, we're going to hit y'all. We're going to make sure we got that hitter for y'all. Yeah. If y'all have, if, <laughs> if y'all have any conspiracy theories that you want us to cover, like shoot them, DM them to us so we can do our research and get back to y'all on that. Epstein was murdered. It's a fact. I don't know who said that, but that's a fact. No, I don't know who said it either. Okay. I don't know who said it. Whoever said it, hey, report that bastard. Sounded like a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All righty, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. <laughs> Deuces. Bye.